For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Self Care is Sexy. My name is Chris, and I'll be your host. We are a weekly podcast that's here to generate and share self care ideas with each other. Last week, we took a look at avoiding self care. I talked about some of the reasons that we might be avoiding taking care of ourselves and gave you guys a couple examples. Now, if you feel like you've been taking care of everything and everyone else around you, and it's got you feeling kind of depleted or just overwhelmed, maybe you're feeling a little bit unappreciated, last week's show is definitely worth taking a listen to. It was a really good one. And I also, I gave out some of those Mad Hippie uh, face products. So congratulations to Jackie in Kirkland, Washington, and Jesse from Burbank, California. Thank you for turning in your homework, friends. Enjoy that self-care treat. It was a really great show, and if you happen to miss it, you can check us out on Spreaker, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the website, and we're now on iHeartRadio. So lots of different ways to connect to Self Care is Sexy. Make sure you also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to get your weekly reminders of self-care. Now I got a preview of what to expect from today's show. So today we're going to be talking with Graham from Float On here in Portland, Oregon. And I'm going to get to his interview and talk a little bit about my own experiences in the float tank for self-care in just a moment. But we've got a few quick housekeeping notes to get through. So first off, I want to welcome you to a brand new year. If you are listening in real time, it is the very first week of 2019. I hope you all had fun and safe holidays. Glad you made it through. (laughs) Now, if you're taking a beat this time of year to kind of set your intentions, or maybe you've been thinking about some goals, or you're, you know, into classic New Year's resolutions, but you're really just needing a bit of help of like what to do and how to organize that, make sure you check out next week's episode. I'm going to be rolling out the very first annual Self-Care Sexy curriculum. So if you've been listening along to the shows, you know we rolled out some homework recently, and now we're going to take that one step further. So if you were wanting a little bit more in-depth planning, some mind mapping, goal setting, intention type help, make sure that you catch next week's episode. We release every Thursday for your self-care needs. Second of all, I just want to remind you that this week's episode is about Float On. You can find them on the web at www.floathq.com. They have six sensory deprivation float tanks to check out. You can read all about the science, the proven benefits, and even enjoy a delicious cup of tea in the lobby while you wait. Make sure you mention you heard about them on the podcast. And last but not least... 
I got a comment from a listener that I wanted to share with you friends and let you know that your guys' support means everything to me. I, you know, I love podcasting. It's just, it's been such a blast connecting with so many different kinds of people about self-care and getting down to talking about like what's working for them, maybe what's not working for them. And, and honestly, this show, it pretty much runs itself. It's, it's really its own thing. I just host the conversations and, and put together the content and and talk about how we can take better care of ourselves. But most of the ideas are coming from you, the listeners. They're things you've tried and shared with us. So, so I wanted to share this with you. Mary Lou Oaks Rosie wrote in and said, thank you for everything you do. You are helping me to value myself and realize putting myself first allows me to give more to others. Again, thanks. And Mary Lou, I just want to say thank you so much for that. You know, putting yourself first might not be natural for some of us, and little tips and tricks and reminders that we put out there are going to make it that much more easier. So thank you so much for listening, and and thank you, Mary Lou, for reaching out. Okay, before I introduce Graham Talley from Float On, I first want to give you guys a bit of context for this week's interview. So... The interview took place at Float On, located on busy Hawthorne Boulevard here in Portland, Oregon. And it we did the interview in the lobby just before my first float. So there is a bit of background noise, and I know that can be super distracting. I apologize for that. But these in-person interviews are so much more authentic. I, I really like the interviews that are done kind of in the person's element or out in the field, if you will. Um, it just it, it feels like a more real interaction. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. But I personally know from having floated there, you never, ever hear anything from outside during your float session. So I just wanted to put that out there. And if you're interested in a float session, they are currently having a holiday sale where you can get you or someone you love a float session for just 49 bucks. Check them out. Again, it's www.floathq.com. So Graham, Graham from Float On Portland, his bio reads, Graham Talley is one of the original Float On founders. Due to an ongoing insomnia growing up, his first experience with sensory deprivation was laying in bed waiting for hours to fall asleep. Being able to do this without gravity continues to delight him at least four times a day. Graham has a degree in experimental psychology, graduate training in theater, and an unofficial fourth place standing in the musketeer category for the world's best mustache competition in Norway. So, my interview with Graham from Float On. Well, first of all, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. It seems like you got a pretty busy schedule. So. Yeah, yeah, pleasure. Thank you so much. So let's get started by just maybe telling our listeners who aren't familiar what floating is and maybe some of the benefits. Yeah, for sure. So uh, floating in the sense is referring to time spent in a float tank or, uh, you know, in, in past decades they've been known as sensory deprivation tanks. And... Uh, you end up being in there for, you know, somewhere between an hour, hour and a half is a very typical session length. And basically what a float tank is, is kind of like an oversized bathtub. So I like to describe it. So about eight feet long, five feet wide, kind of the dimensions of, uh, you know, like a king-size bed or so. And inside is just a foot of water. So it's really shallow and about a thousand pounds of Epsom salt dissolved in there. 
which itself is really amazing. So um, with that much salt, you float right on the surface of the water. You're about half in and, and half out of the water. And your spine decompresses, your muscles relax. It's a lot like getting a massage without getting touched. Interesting. That's how a lot of people describe it. Yeah. A thousand pounds of salt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magnesium sulfate's a little different than table salt, yeah. Where the heck do you get all of that salt? Um, there's actually whole salt manufacturers out there who, yeah, would like nothing better than to sell you a giant pallet full of, of their Epsom salt. Uh, yeah, and it ends up being um, specifically one of the only things you need to look for is you're just like, you're looking for the good stuff. Yeah. You know, high-grade, uncut, USP, magnesium sulfate, heptahydrate. Do you, yeah. do you have to, like, grind it down yourself to make it granular, or how does it get added to the water? Yeah, so it just comes in bags. Um, you pretty much get them in 50-pound bags um, that you yeah, cut open mercilessly and dump into the float tank. That sounds like the fun part of the job. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of, actually kind of crazy. Even just dissolving the salt in there is an endothermic reaction, so it absorbs heat from the process. So you can pour really hot water, like hold a, you can hold some Epsom salt in your hand, pour hot water over it, and by the time it even reaches your hand, it'll be icy cool, uh, just because it's, uh, yeah, the process of absorbing, uh, or the process of dissolving the salt is, is taking all the heat out of it. So initially we fill up our tanks with salt, we pour this scalding hot water into it, and then we get in to mix it all up, and it's just freezing cold. That is so crazy. And uh, yeah, it takes, uh, it takes many hours to actually even get the, temp the, the solution up to, up to temperature, which is kind of crazy. So when you pour the salt in, like the water immediately gets cold, and then you have to heat the tanks up? Yeah, or yeah. heat the water up? Heat it back up, yeah. That's incredible. Uh, so we covered the salt, you're floating there. Also, all the water is kept at your skin temperature. So it's called skin receptor neutral, which ends up being around 94 degrees. And you just kind of lose track of where your body ends, where the water begins. And then the rooms are really soundproof and lightproof. So um, there's a light on the inside of the tank. You can leave the light on. But uh, when you turn it off, it's just pitch black in there. And you can't see anything. You can't hear anything. You can't feel anything. And there's almost no gravity on you because of the salt. Uh, so it's kind of just like this condensed vacation for your brain and body. And uh, yeah, then after your time's up, we turn on some music, just slowly fade it in, fade on the lights, let you know that it's time to get out. Uh, all the rooms are totally private, so you have your own shower, your own dressing area, um, kind of just like your own little your own little place to go in. And yeah, you go into the tank totally naked. Um, anything on you gets a little distracting, so you don't even wear a bathing suit or, or anything like that, uh, nor do you, you really want to. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's actually just you know as far as as far as benefits go, we can spend a whole. Uh, lengthy time going into it, but uh, you know, it ends up just being great physically and mentally. Yeah. Physically for anything from just general stress reduction, you know, we're hunched over computers, so many of us, and cell phones so much of the day, a lot of the benefits of a massage, but also for chronic pain. You know, we have a lot of people who come in who maybe they were in a car accident a few years ago or, you know, are suffering from rheumatoid arthritis or whatever it is, and, and for them, floating is actually a place where they come for much greater physical relief. I'm mean, the same, you know, it's, it's a great de-stressor for just, you know, finals or everyday stresses, but yeah, then there's people with PTSD or, or um, who are chronically anxious or depressed, and, you know, in that case, there's kind of other more significant benefits, I think, to be found in more of a clinical population. It sounds like the complete checkout. Yeah. It really yeah, does. Sure. I mean, if there's no sound, there's no lights, you're completely weightless, and I'm assuming, I mean, I'm not technical, but... Not having gravity pull on your body has got to be really freeing. Yeah, for sure. We're kind of being compressed at you know nine point eight per meter meters per second squared all the time. So yeah, just getting out of that vertical compression system is yeah is really nice. 
So you're laying down in the water. Like, are you are you always vertical? Is there any time where horizontal? You, or yeah. excuse me, horizontal. Or can you sit up, or is it? Um, are you po- is that possible? You really only sit up when you're you know getting out, or if you get some salt water in your eyes, which is one of the dangers of floating in a giant bath of salt water. Is it really stings if you get it in your eyes? So um, there's little washcloths and, and stuff that you can wash it out with. But yeah, other than that, you're really just horizontal the entire time. Um, so laying down. And that's really, too, when all the gravity just sort of disappears. Uh, you know, it's like laying in an even more perfect water pit because there's not even the mattress below you or, or anything supporting you. And because it's all this neutral temperature, eventually it just sort of feels like you're suspended in space and you really do kind of lose track of even the area that is immediately surrounding you. That sounds like a fabulous vacation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. And then, you know, it's usually, we don't, we don't pitch this as the reason to go floating. Um, but some people, and then, you know, especially if people are going back on a regular basis, end up getting uh, kind of audio and, and visual hallucinations in there too. You know, like when your brain's not being presented with all the stimuli, often it just sort of invents its own. Um, so yeah, things like floating in space, you know, floating through star fields, uh, you know, seeing nebulas and planets, is actually like one of the more common pieces of imagery, I think, just because the tank is so dark, because you're, you're hovering there, you know, your brain is sort of like, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm in outer space, or... You know, yeah, there's, there's much weirder things, too. Gorillas on surfboards and all kinds of have things. Have you experienced this? Said. One of our customers said they saw yeah, a gorilla on a, a surfboard is one of their, their imagery. That's yeah. a creative mind, for sure. For yeah. sure. So, okay, so let's talk about the benefits. I mean, you mentioned anxiety and stress and just the, the general checkout, but I've got to assume there's a lot more than that. Yeah, you know, and it's one of these interesting areas where there's a lot of research being done right now is still not nearly as much as, as I would love to see or, or done in other fields. And it, it came out of the National Institute of Health back in the 50s was the first float tanks that got developed. Uh, and then there's sort of a wave of, of interest from the academic world in the 80s as well. So there's sort of these like little bouts of research being done. And by far the biggest, most comprehensive research is being done right now. Actually just um, earlier this year, there's a big research lab down in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They got a grant from uh, the National uh, Institute of Health again, so kind of full circle from the 50s, for uh, a couple million dollars, I believe it was, to um, add to their lab research, which is really cool. Um, so what you end up with, though, as a result of all of this is some benefits that we're pretty sure are out there, and we don't really know what part of the float they're connected to. You know, is it turning off the senses? Is it the being weightless? Is it some combination of those? Uh, and there's a lot of pilot studies that have been done throughout time, you know, with 8 to 20 participants, we'll say. There's less that are much larger than that, although there's, there's just a handful. And then, again, most recently, some new stuff coming out. And the new stuff has really been on anxiety, largely. So that's some of the stuff that we understand the best, and uh, at least for now, have the most robust knowledge on, is just generalized uh, anxiety, chronic anxiety. Uh, but there's really cool stuff that's been done on a whole host of other things, from creativity and improvisational jazz uh, to improving your uh, kind of tennis or golf swing. Um, some of it also is interesting because it's been done with dry rest as opposed to flotation rest. So you're in a, uh, you're laying down on a bed, kind of sensory deprivation, as opposed to in a float tank. Mm-hmm. Um, so not quite the same, the same research. And then there's this whole other area where there's you know, probably over a million floats being run every year across the U.S. and Canada, uh, maybe even just the U.S. by now. And of that, anecdotally, we have huge reports of it being amazing for, you know, people who are pregnant, even for people suffering from autism, for people with PTSD. And 
those are all things that I know there are researchers out there who want to explore more into it. And, you know, it's either just getting going or we don't have the published results yet or um, it's behind government paywalls um, since yeah. the Navy SEALs have been doing a lot of research that they can't release on float tanks. Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, it, it's an interesting question what the actual proven benefits are versus anecdotal, but it, it really is this whole range from psychological benefits to physical benefits, and I, I think largely just tied into the fact we're really hard on our bodies and brains now. It's like not easy being a human being and being able to actually disconnect and, you know, like we were talking about earlier, even get out of gravity. You know, that's how complete your, your disconnection is. I think in turn ends up helping a whole host of, you know, disorders or, again, just some people float their way through divorces. Some people float <laughs> their way through insomnia, you know. There's, yeah, there's a lot going on there. Uh, which is, I guess the, the short answer is I'm really excited to see what this $2 million grant releases. And I think the most exciting proven benefits we'll start finding in the next five to ten years. Yeah, I have to imagine, you know, with all of the... We're just constantly bombarded, you know, with our attention being grabbed from social media and, and you know, just TV and pressure. So just, just being able to step into a room and turn all of that off for an hour and a half sounds fabulous, whether there's salt water involved or not. <laughs> so... How did you get into this business? I'm so curious. Yeah, you know, um, so my path was, has not been a straight one at all through life, I guess. I, uh, I went to school and got a degree in experimental psychology, and then I started my first business, which was designing elaborate custom treasure hunts for people. <laughs> so, like, meetings in dark alleys and, like, codes that you have to crack and hacking into email accounts oh, I love that. and, like, car chases. Yeah, and that last like a game, like like like, a, like like something that you would sign up to to yeah, try and challenge yourself at. Totally, and they'd last anywhere from like a few hours to a few weeks. That's you awesome. Know. Um, yeah, and so that was the first company that I ran, and then from there I went back to grad school for theater, um, for directing actually, and then uh, yeah, and then I helped my mom open a tutoring business, um, which is here in Portland, Oregon. So a lot of my youth was spent down in California, and then from there, uh, yeah, started opening opening float on and getting into the float world. And so so specifically float tanks uh, came as a result of my friend Quinn, who was another one of the, the float on co-founders. And he had found floating down in LA, um, floating down at a place uh, called um, Float Lab. Yeah, run by a Greek guy named Crash down there. And that was it. He floated once. He moved up here. He was working for a job he really didn't like. He had some money saved up. And uh, I you know, I was kind of trying to convince him to get out from under the thumb of the man and maybe think of opening his own business. And initially was just going to consult with him on this whole float thing. And eventually it just became such a, uh, a passion of mine that um, I asked to be brought on as a partner and he agreed and yeah, float on was, was kind Had of boring. You, was your first float here? Uh, at Float On. At Float On. Uh, no, I'm actually one of the original founders. So. So where were, where was your first float? Did you end up going down to California and checking it out for yourself? Um, there were a handful of places around the Pacific Northwest to float, and not very many at the time. Yeah. Um, so this is back in 2010, like early 2010. Yeah. And there was a spa in town that had a, a float tank, and then there was a guy who had a float tank in his apartment. And so my first float was at the spa in town. Uh, which is not a great float. And the second one was with the guy in his apartment, which was a pretty good float. And uh, yeah, later on, the, uh, the dude in his apartment ended up becoming our business partner. His name was Christopher, and uh, yeah, kind of was one of the, the three original founders of Float On. Which is just like a Microsoft or Apple sort of startup story. Yeah, it like just a, starts a, out a of very a... small, 
Yeah, much more niche, weird. But still, same sort of, you know, organic happenstance, because that's a pretty broad spectrum to go from experimental psychology to theater to float tanks. (laughs) So, do you also float? Is that something you take? You partake in? Yeah. How often do you personally float? Um, I try to get in at least once a week. Once um, a week. Yeah, you know, once every other week at the at the most. But then I have weeks like this week where I'll be floating four or five times um, in a single week. Is that because it's the holidays or? Um, no, it's well, it's because I went about two weeks from my last float, and then I, I got float guilt, you know, <laughs> like you do. So I was like, I should just schedule a ton of floats, and yeah, put myself in for yeah a whole bunch this week. Yeah, um, which is really nice, honestly. Yeah, um, if I can get in three times a week, that's really the, the kind of ideal for me. Um, you kind of have this post-float afterglow, which lasts for a few days afterwards. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and, and for me, that's about two or three days. So, you know, if I'm floating, like, three times a week, I'm kind of constantly riding that, that wave of floating. What are some of the consequences uh, for when you go those two weeks or three weeks without floating? What do, you, do you start to see any, any ramifications of not getting your time in? Uh, feel my back a little bit more. You know, I'm one of those people who's constantly hunched over their computer and doing work and mm-hmm. probably in, like, an awkward position that I'm evolutionarily never supposed to be in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I really start to feel like my back muscles a little mm-hmm. bit more. Um, you know, I'm a pretty easygoing person naturally, um, but I guess, like, a little bit more stress creeps in as well uh, to my life. Yeah, I mean, that, that, those are the big things. It's kind of like the... Uh, everything doesn't feel quite as perfect anymore is, is really what I notice. And when I am keeping up a regular habit of floating, then I don't really notice it at all. And, I mean, interestingly enough, the, the times when I miss floating are usually when I'm traveling a bunch, uh, when I have, you know, um, guests in town in addition to some big project. So it's like the times when I really need the most, um, as you probably find for a lot of self-care, mm-hmm. um, is also the time you're least able to provide it. So, yeah. like, I think I really notice when I go without floats because it's often when I'm hopping on tons of planes and traveling all over the place. And so I'm like, oh, my back really hurts. I should hop in a float tank. And, yeah, of course, it's, I'm like, I'm in a city that has no float tanks for 100 miles, you know? Oh, yeah, that's, that makes so much sense because it's not, it's not as popular, but it's starting to really get some traction, it seems, because... I mean, I had known about it. I had heard about it sort of in passing. Um, but somebody had mentioned to me and just sang the praises of it. So my next question is just kind of um, about the actual float itself. So what's the average time that people spend in the tank? And what's the longest you spend in the tank? <laughs> yeah, so we do 90 minutes by default here at Float On. Um, you can get out sooner if you want to. You know, the, the doors on the float tank don't... Uh, lock much less latch or anything like that so trapped yeah exactly um so we definitely have some percentage like a pretty small percentage you get out early you know after like an hour instead of an hour and a half uh but most people stay in for the full the full hour and a half and it actually goes by way quicker than you'd think really um it's one of the most common pieces of feedback we get is people get out and they're like no way that was 90 minutes so like checking their clock to make sure we didn't cheat them out of time you know and uh yeah i mean it's your 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 brain really does kind of just downshift into um, what's now being shown is, is actually a theta state that we, we hit with our brain waves. Uh, now that we're able to actually do EEGs inside the float tank, which is some cool technology that's oh, possible that's now. Neat. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. with that grant, they'll be able to do more because that'd be interesting to see kind of where, what's happening at that lower level for 
Yeah, and there's some good, um, I don't know if you keep show notes for, um, for your, your pieces. Do. Okay, great. Yeah, so we can throw in the show notes some great links over to some of the, the science. We also put on a, a big float conference every year that oh, wow. um, has uh, yeah, several hundred people that come out and the actual float researchers giving talks, and we put all the talks online for free. So they actually have, uh, yeah, you can, you can view footage of exactly what's happening with brainwaves in real time during uh, one of those presentations. Oh, that's amazing. Which is really cool. Um, that's yeah, and that's, cool. that's what you see, too, is you enter this theta state, and, you know, it's, it, it's usually the theta brainwaves are associated with deep meditation, things like a runner's high, um, when you hit that zone, you know, and uh, one of the first things that happens is time just disappears, right? So it's, it's oftentimes people say that felt more like 40, 45 minutes. And again, the, the data is now starting to show that happens to be when the theta state is kicking in. So I really do think it's like our, our, we're actually hitting this point of relaxation where we even lose track of our sense of chronology and time, and that's just out the window. So you so. can come in to float on and lose time and lights and sound. Total, yeah. I mean, you're. Lose your body. Lose yeah, your yeah. body and just check the F out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. I love it. What do you think is going to be the future of floating? How do you think. It will trend maybe in the next five years. Oh boy, um, future of anything, I, I always have no idea. Like I, you know, I, I certainly hope that the industry does nothing but expands. Uh, for nothing else than I think that you know our, our sanity as a, a species is in perilous jeopardy right now. And okay. I mean, sometimes the uh, yeah, sometimes when you I don't know, like when you want to take action and, and solve things, I think the best thing you can do is sit back and relax and take care of yourself. And so, you know, I, it definitely seems to be that the trend is going more towards showing the things like mindfulness and meditation and, and float tanks truly are beneficial to humans and perhaps even now at, at this point in our, our uh, <laughs> kind of crazy civilization. Uh, so I certainly hope that that's the, the direction it, it goes in. Um, and at the same time, it seems like more and more people think that they have less and less time to actually devote to taking care of themselves and to do nothing. You know, there's this huge cultural drive to do and do and do and always be connected and go and go and go. And, um, you know, whether it's floating or not, I, 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 I have no idea what will happen, but I hope that people remember to take time for themselves and to take time out and, yeah, just kind of <laughs> remember how important it is to sit and not even think. Yeah, you know, just, just actually turn it all do off. Nothing. Like you said earlier, that really caught my, my attention is there's when you have those periods where you're either either engaged in a mindfulness practice or floating or doing something where you're doing nothing, you have this creative sort of backlash that ends up happening where you have that sort of deprivation and then and then the creativity kicks in. So I think it's 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 imperative for people that want to continually you know, drive themselves forward and be productive and be creative and, and expand whatever they're working on. You have to, you have to have downtime. It's, yeah. it's got to be factored in. Well, Graham, I am so impressed. I can't believe all the information you've shared tonight. I am so excited to have you on the show. This has been great. Yeah, yeah great. my pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks, uh, thanks so much for having me. We'll make sure to link all the information about Float On and how you guys can get hooked up with floats here at Float On in Portland. It's going to be way too many. I'm going to send over like 20 links. So if I love you, it. if you do want to read more of the audience, I'm talking to you now. If you want to, if you want to read more about floating, go check out these show notes and you'll get like the, the, the bachelor's degree crash course in, <laughs> in floating. If people wanted to connect to you or they want to hit up the shop, what's the best resource for them to get? Um, yeah, so our shop is over at floathq.com, like float headquarters. Um, we have a shop in Portland with six float tanks. 
And uh, yeah, the, the conference that I mentioned is floatconference.com, so pretty pretty easy. Um, we also have a huge uh, yeah, just treasure trove of online resources and consulting for people getting into the industry, which is Float Tank Solutions. Very cool. Um, yeah, which it's just app.com, floattanksolutions.com. And that's for people that would be interested in, in possibly developing their own float tanks. Um, yeah, more like opening float centers, you nice. know, kind of like we have, or, um, or just learning a bunch of information. You know, there's a ton of free resources there, tons of data. Um, that's where all the industry reports get published, so actual, actual stats on the industry. And, and yeah. what was it again? Float? Floattanksolutions.com. Floattanksolutions.com. We'll make sure to have all these links in the show notes. Graham, thank you again <laughs> so much. I really yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, again, my pleasure. Excellent. All right. I want to thank Graham once again for being on the show. Float On is open Mondays, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m., Tuesdays through Sundays. They're 24 hours. They're located at 4530 Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard here in Portland, Oregon. You can book time in one of their six sensory deprivation tanks, which is beneficial for general stress reduction, car accident relief, chronic pain, PTSD, anxiety, and depression. And you guys, this is actually a really good time of year for you to try something like this. A lot of a lot of people, especially if you're new to the Rose City, might be starting to experience that seasonal affective disorder. So if you're looking for some amazing relief and to feel like you're suspended in space, check out Float On. Something that I really liked that Graham shared in his interview was that he said the times when you need self-care the most is when you're least least able to provide it. Like when you're traveling or booked solid with events or times of stress. And I really, I really think that's true. So if you've got, you know, the gas pedal to the floor, you're working a million hours, you've got all these different things vying for your attentions, make yourself a priority this week. Schedule a float on session or a massage or acupuncture, anything that you can do to really give back to yourself and help you recharge. Um, And another thing that I really liked that he brought up is he said, When you want to take action to solve things, the best thing to do is just sit back, relax, and take care of yourself. And oh man, that is some super solid advice. If you've got a big problem that you're working on right now, maybe you've got some some really challenging life decisions to make. Maybe you're standing at a crossroads and you just, you don't know which way to go. Or maybe the post-holiday blues are starting to set in and you're just feeling a little out of whack and not connected to yourself, the best thing you can do right now is to just relax. Stop moving. Stop taking action. Just relax and and give yourself the self-care that you need, however that looks for you. If you need to get extra hours sleep, if you need to go for a walk in nature, if you need to connect with old friends you haven't talked to in a long time, maybe write some poetry or get some artwork going, Whatever you can do, I'm giving you permission. We at Self Care is Sexy, we're giving you permission to put yourself first this week. All right, you guys, that's it for joining me. Thank you so much. If you have a story you'd like to share, you want to be on the show, please email me. It's Chris, K-R-I-S, at selfcareissexy.com. We've got really great content coming your way, so stay tuned. And remember, I said it before, I'll say it again. Self-care is sexy. We're giving you permission to put yourself first.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.